If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, man? It's your boy, Mr. Two Squad. I just jumped off the porch. Dirty glove bass. They cherish our life and this shit gone. Ain't no coming back. Ain't no coming back. All right, today we got Nooski Two Squad off the porch with us. Welcome to DGB, gang. Appreciate you for having me. So what you out here working on while you in Atlanta? I'm working on a couple things. I just dropped my mixtape. Little Nooski. Go check it out. Right now, all platforms. And, you know, doing, going to the studio, you know, stuff like that, shooting videos, all type. How often do you get a chance to come out here? To, to Atlanta, I be out here all the time, for real, for real. I be coming out here. I actually supposed to move out here for real, but I ain't trying to leave my city right now. So I just be in and out all the time. Real often, I'll be here often for real. How do you feel Atlanta compares back home to St. Louis? Uh, can't get part for real. It's like, this is totally different, you know, totally different world over here. Everything, you know, everybody moving, working. It's a lot going on out here. You ain't got that back there in the city, you know, everybody support each other. Yeah, all tight. There's love out here, though. I got love for Atlanta. For sure. And what about St. Louis makes it feel so much like home to where you don't want to move? Got all my family there, everybody I know, you know. That's where I get the most love from, I think. Uh, yeah, like, just where I'm from, you know, that's all I know for real. And I don't be trying to, you know, I don't be trying to leave. I just be. That's my city. For sure. How would you describe your childhood growing up in St. Louis? My childhood growing up, like, like everybody else is for real, you know, struggle. Struggle. Most struggling. And everybody trying to make a way. Everybody trying to find out a solution. Everybody trying to do something good, you know. And, yeah, pretty much. It was, it was great, for real. It was fun while it lasted. It was great. When would you say you jumped off the porch? I jumped off the porch. Shit, whenever I leave here, that's when I jump off the porch. Soon <laughs> as you leave here? Yeah. Ain't that right? What was the biggest life lesson you feel you learned growing up? Biggest life lesson I learned is cherish the moments, you know, 
because it, it, it really don't last for real. Cherish the moments and, you know, be grateful for everything because, you know, everything, everything, everything not, like, mm, sometimes you just, you, you just can't get back. A whole lot of times you just can't get back, you know, I but. So I say cherish the moments, man. All you guys, you know, memories, stuff like that. So cherish the moments and be grateful for everything that you got. And what would you say is the biggest obstacle you had to overcome? Biggest obstacle I had to overcome. It's a lot, but being homeless, probably, cause, you know, it's hard, it's hard to get up out of that situation for real. Like, when you, when you reach a, a, a point that low in life, it's just like, you, it, that's what all hope, you know, go out the window, you, ain't, you feel me? You don't, see, you don't see nothing good for real, like, yeah, being homeless. So when did you start taking music seriously? My start taking music seriously was, right, it was one day, it was one day, we was, this when we was home, you know, staying at my, uh, one of my old partner's crib. And, and big brother, he was like, you feel me? He was like, goddamn, shit, little bro, all it, like, he put it to me like, all we got is our music, you know, all, all we got is our voice. Like, if we just, you feel me, if we put that to it, if we don't do nothing with that, what else we gonna do, you feel me? Because everybody, ain't none of us going to school, really. Ain't none of us taking that shit seriously, like, you feel me? So without that, uh, 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 no, nothing else, and I know ain't got nothing that you wanna do. Ain't nothing for us to do for real, but what we doing? So that was the day, you know, opened my eyes like, yeah, I'ma go on here. I'ma try this, I'ma try, I'ma try, you feel me? But I ain't never know where I was going. I ain't even imagine I was going, you feel me, go anywhere with that shit for real. I was just doing something. Yeah, that's when I started. I'd say when I was like, I was probably like 13. Going on 14 tight. I went out 13 a couple years ago. Yeah. During your last time here, you seem to be in a way positive, more better place in your life. What obstacles did you go through to get to where you are now, to be in such a happy place and be such a happy person? Uh, uh, you say happy? I don't, I don't know, for real. Cause honestly, before I was doing it, before I got on her, I did this interview, you feel me? I wasn't even in the best mood for real like that, you feel me? I don't too much, I don't be having, I ain't, I ain't no happy person. I ain't no happy person. I ain't got no good days for real like that. Like, yeah, they just be. I don't know, it's just me though. Like, it ain't nothing, it's just me. That's just how I am. I just, I don't know, I'm just always, like, I wake up mad, like, about nothing for real. I ain't gonna say nothing, but, you know, I just wake up mad, you feel me? I don't know. I don't be too much happy for real, but, 
I be trying to be though. No. Yeah. And you often detail on your experience of being homeless at a young age, but now look at you now versus where you were then. How does it feel to be in your position versus looking back on where you came from? Uh, yeah. It feel good to be in, you know. So it feel good to know that I, mot I, I can motivate, I got a voice like my, all just off my name and, and what I've been through, you know, I can motivate other people to do something better, positive, yeah, like, that's, that, that's what make it feel good for real, you know, like, knowing how far I came with this shit, that's what motivate me not to give up, you know, just looking back on how far I came and, yeah. I'll fight that. How did you put together the hit record, Live On? I put it together. It was just, it was a lot going on on this day. A whole lot going on on this day. Well, I partnered that a couple of days after. But time after, I don't, I don't too much know, but I was just one day, I wrote that whole song out. I wrote that whole song out with no beat. It was just one day. That's just how I was feeling, you know. It was a whole lot going on that day. And I just put it all in the song. I did it on live. I sung it on live. And I cried on the live when I was singing. It was like, I said, there probably a couple people on there, probably like 20 people on there. And they, they you feel me, they was rocking with it. Did the success of the record surprise you at all? Uh, did it. Let me see. It did, but I knew it was If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. We're gonna do something like I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna I ain't gonna put it like that though, cause cause when I first made it, I ain't had nothing. And it wasn't no you feel me? It wasn't no bright light shining at the end of that road. So you feel me? I ain't so I ain't gonna say that it didn't surprise me. But like when I first when, when I was putting out music, when I started putting out music, then I'm like, oh uh, yeah, when I drop this right here. It's going, you feel me? I feel like it was going to do better than a whole lot of other songs that I put out, you know, because, you know, you, like, you just know what the people like, you feel me? Because, you know, like, but I don't listen to the song. Me, personally, I don't listen to the song. I don't like listening to the song, for real. But yeah, I, it surprised me. Yeah, I said it surprised me of what it's doing, what it did. So, and it's still going up, too. You recently just put out the remix for Live On featuring G Herbo and Young and Ace. How did that collaboration come together? How it came together was Big Brother, Young and Ace, you feel me? That's Big Brother. So, you feel me? That was mandatory if I was going to put, you feel me, a big name on it. So, Big Brother, you feel me? We was already locked in. It was tired right there. So, uh, uh, G Herbo, my boy Johnny thought it was gonna be good for him. Feel me? It, it was gonna be, it was gonna be good. 
us three that, you know, it'll, it'll do something like that, you feel me? I ain't too much. I ain't pick nobody to be on that. I ain't feeling. It was uh, my team, basically. My team. They put it all together for me. Absolutely. Then you followed up with Gone Too Soon featuring Tussie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How did you two lock in? Uh, another through, through, through one of my ANRs. That was, uh, uh, it was through one of my a and like, you know, we just pulled up, I pulled up to the studio, me and brother pulled up, we did the song right there on the spot. I that's probably the first person, first song, you feel me, that I deal with somebody, <coughs> my bad, that I deal with somebody that was, you know, both of us in the studio together, all the other ones through, you know, the email and shit like that. It was probably, if you hear me, gone too soon, too, probably the first nigga pulled up to the studio, we did it in the studio right there. But I put the verse on it after. I put the verse on it after that, after that day, after that little studio session, though. Yeah, that's how that shit came together. Talk to us about your upcoming project. Yeah, my upcoming project. <clears throat> little news, you feel me, out now. All things is on it, you feel me? Go check it out. But, like, yeah, what you want to have? What you know about it? Like, tell us about, what do you want listeners to take from that project? And what of yourself did you put into that project? Yeah, what I want my listeners to, you feel me? Go check it out, you feel me? So, y'all got to hear the whole mixtape, you feel me? Little news. And y'all gonna see why I named that, you feel me? On my next project, y'all gonna y'all gonna see the reason. Y'all gonna hear the reason, you feel me? Why I named that. Like, you feel me? You know, the reason of me naming Lil Nooski, because what I wanted to name my project at first was agree to disagree, you feel me? But then a name had came across Hooty Wap. Then I'm like, oh yeah. I'm gonna do it like that, cuz, all right, I'm gonna name Lil Nooski then, cuz, you feel me? That's like when I first just started, you know, taking off. Well, I ain't gonna say taking, you feel me? It's first starting getting in, getting, getting my foot in the door, you know, Lil Nooski. Then my second project, you feel me? I'm, I'm planning to be, you feel me? All the way in there with it, you know, taking it all the way there. You know, so yeah, that was it. That was the reason of my uh my project name is putting niggas together like that. How would you describe the music scene back in St. Louis? Music scene. How I describe it. Like, like what you mean? See? Would like, you say there's unity amongst the artists in St. Louis? Would you say artists are supportive of another artist? Right, platform, right, 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 right. projects, personality. Music scene in St. Louis, like, yeah, I mean, it's everybody trying to, you know, everybody, that's everybody, like, go to doing music, rapping, singing, whatever, whatever. You feel me? That's, that's how, you feel me? Everybody, that's what everybody turned to, to express themselves, express what they've been through, express their pain, you feel me? 
But I ain't, I ain't no unity in St. Louis, though. I don't buy support each other. I don't buy, you feel? It's just too much going on in the city. I ain't enough money. And I ain't enough, you feel? It's too much going on. I ain't enough money, though. So it's just all cop. Well, I ain't, there ain't no competition for me. I don't, you know, I don't give a fuck by nobody. But you feel me? That's basically what it is. It's a big ass competition. Yeah, motherfucker. Uh, 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 what's that? What they be saying? It's a, it's, it's a motherfucker. Uh, uh, it's just a hundred crabs in a bucket. Goddamn me. Feel me? Yeah, for you. Those who know, feel me? I know what that mean. Why do you feel people look overlook the talent there? I don't know. I I straight that I straight can tell you, but I know one thing is a whole lot of violence stuff, and, and everybody grind. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I couldn't even say like maybe because you know the people who made it out of here, you know the big names of St. Louis, you know they don't shine no light on us, or you feel me? They don't support us. Or, not saying that they got to, you feel me? Cause I really don't care. But I'm just saying maybe that's probably why I couldn't even tell you for real like that. You feel me? Cause I just started doing that shit and I ain't expect to go nowhere with it, honestly. But I don't know, I couldn't even say. What do you want out of your music career? What I want out of my music career is to be able to, you know, you know, when I stop doing music, whenever I decide to stop doing music, for it to be good and all my people to be good. That's what I want out my music career, you know, and, and to still have a name to where I can feel me. Just like, motive. I, all I want to do is feel me, motivate people to feel me. And whatever situation they in, that they can get up out of, like, Cause a lot of it's, you know, it's probably like 50, 50. You got them people who gonna let them situations, you feel me? Break them, fold, you know? And you got the other people who gonna learn from them situations and, and you know, come up out there with a, with a you know, with, with a head on their shoulders and, you know, to, be able to speak on what you supposed to do in them situations. Like, you know, that's how I want to do. Motivate people, come back to my city, do something, do a whole lot. I want to do a whole lot in my city. Change it around, you know, and yeah, that's what I want out of my music career. So, any last words and shout outs? I'm going to shout out. Cinematic film, that's the label. I'm gonna shout out all my brothers. Only all my brothers, man. And yeah, shout out Dirty Glove, man. Film, all the way. They cherish our life in this bitch, you gone, ain't no coming back. Ain't no coming back. Told her, hoping over in front of the Coca-Cola Company, Cure Dr. Pepper, and PepsiCo are bringing consumers more choices with less sugar than ever before. 
from sparkling, flavored, and bottled waters to zero-sugar sports drinks, teas, and sodas, consumers are taking advantage of these choices. In fact, nearly 60% of beverages sold contain zero sugar. To learn more, visit balanceus.org. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.